Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. Don't you love the NBA playoffs? It's the Hurt. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. Nick Wright in one hour. We'll try to get him on. Well, I guess we'll have to bring him on. Uh, J-Mac is joining us. Um, Well, 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 well. Even the headline (laughs) this morning. Lonnie Walker's thrilling fourth quarter gives the Lakers a 3-1 series lead. Lonnie Walker, really? That's what the series has been reduced to. Lonnie Walker. Your guy, Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker going toe-to-toe with Steph Curry in the fourth quarter of a pivotal playoff game. We've never seen anything like it. Unbelievable theater last night. Oh, so good. The Lakers are essentially a team that can't shoot. They have a rookie defensive head coach. They flip the roster at the trade deadline. LeBron now looks gassed and disappears for quarters. AD is great, mostly, although he has bad halves. And undrafted Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker are lighting it up. Not exactly Jordan's Bulls or Shaq and Kobe's Lakers or Bird and McHale or Magic and Kareem. Remember when our parents said, just eat your vegetables and drink your milk? That's all it takes. You'll be big and strong. In the NBA, here's the version of that. Um, Hit your free throws and play great defense. You don't have to shoot. You'll end up in the Western Conference Finals. Is that where we're headed? I mean, I, I don't get it. LeBron looks tired. There's only one day's rest in between games. He and AD played more minutes than anybody. LeBron looked gassed. He disappeared for stretches. Anthony Davis offensively looked tired. He was hiding Steph never looks tired, although I think everybody at Golden State's tired of Jordan Poole. The Lakers, though, are so good defensively that it masks their deficiencies. And that defense, which is a notch better than anything left, including the Celtics, it keeps them close in really ugly offensive stretches. And, man, do they have them. 
But they're so old school, they're becoming vintage. They're like Polaroids and trucker hats and vinyl records. This doesn't make any sense. Bounce around the league guys, undrafted guys. Now, in 2020, the Lakers weren't a great shooting team either, but LeBron was much closer to his prime. He looks like a shot fighter for long stretches. And in football, eventually, if you, if you just run the football, you'll be exposed. You have to be able to some point pass the ball very effectively from the pocket. Can the Lakers get to the Western Conference Finals and win a championship and they can't shoot and it's a shooter's era? Maybe. Vegas now has them as the second best odds to win a championship. Again, in 2020, they were a better offensive team than this. They were better, but they were also 2021st shooting team. But AD had a three-and-a-half-month, four-month sabbatical because of COVID, so he was in the best shape of his life. And LeBron wasn't in his prime but was darn close to it and would give you three-and-a-half quarters of great basketball. If you get a couple great quarters out of LeBron now, you know, you take it. Um, you know, I don't know. In the 1970s, the NBA was pretty weak. If you had one great player and a bunch of like guys, you could win a championship, right? Like Sonics, Blazers, a lot of that stuff. And then from that point forward in the 80s until today, you need two great players, sometimes a third, like the Heatles. And then you get to the championship level doesn't mean you'll win it. Are the Lakers so old school that they have one great player, AD, who, by the way, is a little hit and miss offensively, LeBron way out of his prime, and just a bunch of guys. Because uh, right now, they have one star, and that star is AD, and he is dominant on both ends of the floor, but only one end of the floor every night, and that's the defensive end. The game itself was fantastic. It was an all-timer, an all-time classic. Lonnie Walker going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Steph, and LeBron talked about it after. We're just a resilient bunch. They hit us with haymakers after haymaker after haymaker, trying to get us to fall. We just stayed in the fight. We just stayed in the fight. You know, uh, it's a 48-minute game, or if it's a 12-round boxing match, and we stayed in there for 12 rounds, man, and was able to pull through. Let's talk about Steph Curry. Steph Curry last night was absolutely great. I can remember back in 1993, sitting on a couch in Las Vegas with a friend, 1993. And the sign of greatness is when you have a bunch of really good or great players in a game. And Michael Jordan was so much better than everybody else. In 93, the finals, Phoenix and Chicago, Barkley was sensational. 27 and a half points, 13 rebounds, sensational. Yet the gap between him and Michael Jordan was the Grand Canyon. That's how great Jordan was. As good as everybody else was on the floor last night, Steph felt like a thousand times better most of the night. Passing, shooting, leadership, handling the ball, assists, all-encompassing, virtuoso performance by Steph. And I wonder, have we, have we understated, have I understated how great he is? The Warriors won a title last season, and their second-best player was Andrew Wiggins. Didn't it remind you a little of Tom Brady's last Super Bowl in New England where they had no 1,000-yard receiver, no 1,000-yard rusher, Gronk and Edelman were old men, Brady wins his Super Bowl, eventually leaves a couple years later, and they look slow and unathletic. 
Look at this team. Clay Thompson, sometimes he's as awful more than he is good. Wiggins is meek. Dante Vincenzo, a couple of bad turnovers last night. Jordan Poole's erratic. Nobody trusts him. Draymond Green doesn't give you offense. And Kayvon Looney can just rebound. Now, they're very good at those specific things. But Gary Payton II, who's not nearly as good as his dad, was Steph Curry's best teammate last night. That was it. And we always talk about KD. Steph won a title pre-KD. A couple with KD. Post-KD. Look around. Ask yourself this morning, because I'm asking myself, what are the Warriors without Steph? They're not a playoff team this year. That we know for sure. They are not a playoff team. And maybe they're a lottery team. But Brady won that Super Bowl with Belichick and without him. With Gronk, without him. AFC, NFC, Edelman, no Edelman. Go watch the Buccaneers this year. One year removed from Tom. They have a chance to be the number one pick in next year's draft. And that's with Baker Mayfield quarterbacking, the one everybody loves except me. And my question is, have we just underscored and underserved Steph Curry? Is he that much better? I mean, I, I watched Steph in the fourth quarter last night. Of course he was taking all those shots. Who would he trust? Wiggins is talented, but he can be meek. Draymond wasn't good offensively. Clay at times was awful, although he hit one big shot. Poole was terrible. They basically benched him. Dante DiVincenzo plays really, really hard but has limitations, and Looney has no offensive skill. And yet here's this team going back home, for the record, favored by almost eight points against the Lakers. It should be 3-2 to two after tomorrow night. But I, I look at Steph Curry and you wonder why in the fourth quarter, basically Steve Kerr said, to heck with it, I'm just going to roll with Steph and guys that play pretty well with Steph. Here was his coach after. Steph uh, was amazing. His effort was incredible. Um, you know, just the stamina, um, you know, with everything they were throwing at him um, to, to do what he did and attack and rebound and distribute the ball, um, you know, 14 assists and two turnovers. Um he was amazing. We just uh, we just couldn't quite get it done. So again, the Warriors are now favored by seven and a half points. I think they're going to go home and trounce the Lakers. I would not suggest that you keep AD and LeBron on the bench, but if it got ugly late second quarter, I would get LeBron and AD rest, sit them and go with reserves in the second half. I feel like the series is coming back to Los Angeles. Um it's one thing to roll Memphis. It is another to roll a dynasty. They're going to come out swinging. But, you know, I look at Steph Curry last night, and as good as AD and LeBron were, Steph Curry for four quarters just controlled the pace of the game. It was an all-time classic. We saw him do that against a very good Sacramento team there. I mean, I, I know we all now appreciate him finally, but this is a player that before last year's final, I was being told if he didn't win the MVP, he hadn't proven himself. If you're watching Steph last night and, and you still don't get it, I can't help you. I mean, if you're watching Mahomes at this point and you don't get it, I can't help you. Uh, that was an all-time performance. All right, J-Mac. So I, I think tomorrow night at the Chase Center, uh, the champion stands tall and defends its title. But uh, going forward, do you think it goes six or seven? I think it still goes seven. I don't think the Warriors are done in the series, but Colin... I can't believe you just spent 10 minutes talking about that game and did not 
absolutely tear Clay Thompson to shreds. He was bad. He was abysmal. And what he did at the end of the game, there's a video circulating. I put it on my Instagram of one of those bad Clay forces in the final like two two and a half minutes. And Steve Kerr instantly puts his hands up like, "What are you?" And then he looks at Clay. And he's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And I know he defended him in the post game, but Clay wanted to be a hero. Remember, his dad played for the Lakers. He's coming back. And, and it, it was just like hero ball, and that really cost him. That's why Steph, I think, forced those two threes or the three and the two over AD late. People are like, why is Steph doing that? Like, he just saw Clay vomiting all over himself. Andrew Wiggins missed some shots late. No, no, Golden I, State, I will say this. If you're a Warrior fan and a Laker hater, the Warriors got great looks all night. In yeah. fact, in the first half, they must have missed they had four air balls, three or four air balls, must have missed seven or eight wide open looks. So the Warriors are getting looks despite the Lakers' great defense. In the first half, they couldn't hit them. In the second half, they started to, and then at the end, they couldn't. Started yeah. jacking up sort of even by Steph standards, Clay standards, about three to four feet further deeper than you would like. Yeah, by the way, Lonnie Walker, 15 in the fourth quarter. The Golden State Warriors scored 17. Lonnie, Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker. At 15. Oh, my God. Unbelievable stuff. Happy for Lonnie. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American made success story and Black Buffalo Zero Pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love. Mint, straight, wintergreen, peach, even blood orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. 
can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Yeah, last night an all-time classic. I don't see the Warriors as a championship team. They're too Steph-reliant, as we saw again last night. I don't think the Lakers are a championship team. I thought the Lakers would win the playoff game, beat Memphis, and then lose in five or six games to these Warriors, but they lead 3-1. to one. Really, the winner uh, beyond just the Lakers organization, the winner in this for the Lakers, it's not LeBron. It's AD's legacy. So first of all, if the Lakers win, and AD's the best player on both ends of the floor, and he would be, this is arguably the worst playoff championship roster ever. There's just nothing here, man. There's no number two that can give you 40 minutes. Secondly, he also has a title in the bubble, and that team didn't have a three-star. Uh, he's the only star to get John Calipari, who many believe is underachieved at Kentucky, a title. So he'd have a college title and eventually two championships in the league if they won this year. And he would be the star, and this is noteworthy, that ends the Golden State dynasty. Kevin Durant leaving didn't end it. But at Steph at 35 years old, if they lose and get really timid performances from Wiggins and Clay, they're going to reboot this puppy and they're going to move pieces and get more front court scoring. Add this the Lakers have never lost a playoff series when he's played every game in the series, they've yet to lose. But his legacy, because he's playing so well now and every night, he's gone from he can't stay healthy, he won't play through pain. He really underachieves to becoming an absolute Laker legend in front of our eyes. And what's happened in the series, that as great as Steph is, when he plays great, the, the Warriors can still lose last night. When LeBron plays really, really well, game two, the Lakers can get blown out. They did. But if Anthony Davis is exceptional, they don't lose. Ever. That's dominance. That was Kareem or Magic in their prime. Kobe or Shaq in their prime. When they're great, they win. Steph is more fun, but what you notice, and we discussed this yesterday, what is happening in this series is the Warriors are constantly trying to adapt and figure out a way to defend AD and to bring him out on defense. And generally in a playoff series, Whoever has the player that the other team constantly on both ends has to adjust to wins the series. The Lakers are plus 81 when Anthony Davis is on the floor. That is the best of any player on any playoff team. Now, last night, Steph looked like the better player, but again, that defense allows the Lakers to have long spurts of offensive inefficiency, and be very, very close in games. Here's LeBron talking about him after. Man, he's the best defensive player in the league. I mean, you know, I think the league knows it as well. Not many guys that can protect the rim at all costs and also switch out on point guards, switch out on guys like Steph. Steph is a hell of a player, had a hell of a game. I think he even had a triple-double. But we trust AD guarding anybody in this league, and he showed that. All-time stuff. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Actually, shades of Kevin Love. Remember Kevin Love defending Curry on the perimeter game 7, 2016? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, Curry, 6'3 and a half, AD, 6'10, 6'11. It's, you don't have to be right on a guy. But yeah. I mean, it's LeBron in his prime at 6'9, shut down Derrick Rose, MVP oh. Derrick Rose in the fourth. So big <laughs> guys, right. yeah. when they're long, facing smaller guys on the perimeter, it can work. Now, it's not going to work for four quarters, no. but it can work situationally. We saw LeBron and D Rose do it, and AD did it last night. AD, nice job. Uh, let's start with uh, the Phoenix Suns. There's some news here. They play the Nuggets in Game 5 tonight. They've played the last two games without Chris Paul. According to Sham Sharani at CP3, is going to sit out tonight, but could, could, could return for Thursday's Game 6 back in Phoenix. I love Denver tonight. Love Denver. I, I like Denver a lot tonight. Um, do you think they're better without Chris Paul? It was just, just going home and the role players stepped up. I think, I think this season only... They are better when maybe Chris plays 22 minutes, not 32. I think, yeah, yeah, I think this has been, he's not nearly as productive. Everybody hits a cliff, and I think Chris has hit it. I think I think they. there are moments when he's very, very effective. But like LeBron, sometimes he's better disappearing and letting, I mean, this this is a two-team, this is a two-player offense. It's Booker and right. KD. That, that's... They, if they could get a 16-point guy off the bench, a Norman Powell or something like that, it'd be a different team. I think they could beat Denver. Yeah, They're just really a lopsided offense. It is interesting. They have been looking to push tempo without Chris Paul. Like, get the ball at the floor as yes. quick as possible. Yes. Devin Booker, who is going to make one of your lists. I don't want to, you know, yeah. um, spill the beans. But um, Devin Booker's been playing point guard and just scoring machine. <laughs> Colin, some of these performances in the playoffs, like, it... it you don't think Devin Booker does this again tonight in Denver? Well, he's had nine really good playoff games. Um, there's a difference between Jokic's game, which is the same every night, and Devin Booker's streak, which is significantly better than his regular season, which was easily his best regular season, yeah. and he's gone up 25%. I mean, Jordan was good in the playoffs, but he didn't take his regular season game and go, I'm going to put 30% on it generally you don't shoot, you know, 65% in the playoffs as a guard. Something to watch tonight. Less than a 48-hour turnaround. Remember, they played Sunday like in the afternoon. Less than 48 hours going to altitude. High altitude. Yeah. Watch um, Denver thump them tonight. Well, ho- hopefully Denver thumps them. Hopefully. Uh, next up, Dak Prescott. Um, you know, listen, he had a career-high 15 interceptions last season, but the Cowboys got him a new target in Brandon Cooks. Here's Dak very excited about his new receiver after off-season workouts. The moment that guy showed up, just watching him in the workouts, the way he just carries himself from drill to drill, uh, what he does pre-workouts, post-workouts, uh, to take care of his body and to make sure he has that speed. And when you're just throwing to him, it, it stands out. His speed is different than many others. But um, as I said, once again, just the way he approaches the game is knowledge. He's already been helping CD, helping those young guys, playing cornerback, teaching them little nuances of, of, of the route running that um, is going to be huge for me and is going to be huge for the room. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Um, so it's C.D. Lamb is the one. Cooks is the two on the outside. Michael Gallup, who was coming off the injury last year, and no year. Dalton Schultz. Dalton what, Schultz what is gone. What happens if C.D. Lamb misses a game? What What do you? What's that tight end receiving core look like? Well, you know, uh, I'm looking at the list here. Uh, Turpin is he the guy from? Uh, oh, come on. Well, uh, Jalen Tolbert is the rookie who okay. they l- were high on. Didn't really do anything last year. Yeah, didn't do anything. You're right. No Zeke, at least not yet. Tony There's Pollard a- off a major, major injury, injury, and the O line is still in transition. Yeah, they, I, I, I don't see it. Now, they did now, not. Did, yeah. did they improve the offense? They lose their offensive no, coordinator. No, don't Zeke, tell me who we didn't love. They at, lost at, their star tight end, their offensive coordinator, 
And there, and we have no idea Tony Pollard off a major injury what he is. We have no idea. It's it is a little strange. They invested in defense in the offseason. Maybe they know. In the NFC, which has weaker quarterbacks, maybe they know. They got bring that. They got to bring it down. They're, they can't win shootouts. I don't. Well, I mean, they couldn't score against San Fran in the playoff loss, right? They couldn't could, couldn't do anything offensively. I don't know I mean, why everybody is overlooking Kellen Moore. We all acknowledge yeah. that when Kyle Shanahan was an offensive coordinator in Atlanta, Matt Ryan won the MVP. Like Josh McDaniels leaves New England's offense, and Mac Jones hires a DC to do it, and it literally the offense vanishes. You're talking about one of the smart, creative offensive guys in the league going to Justin Herbert, and now Mike McCarthy's calling plays. I think it's a big issue. It, it's what we're in an era where, like, we're seeing it in the NBA too. Like, nobody can get stops. It's very, very difficult. Like, look at the Super Bowl. The Eagles' defense was what top three in the league. Well, those are, and Patrick Mahomes just torches them. Those are great quarterbacks. Well, well guess what? You're going to face in the playoffs. Great quarterbacks. Like, I, Dallas, a weird offseason program. I, I think both. We're in lockstep. There's going to be some pullback here on this team um, in the NFC. Final story, Matt Stafford. Um, he had elbow issues throughout last season. He's been throwing this offseason. McVay says it's the first offseason in a long time where Stafford is feeling good. His teammate Van Jefferson, remember him, agrees about Stafford's offseason participation. Oh, yeah, I think that makes a huge difference. I think for just all the guys that are out there, you know, throwing with Matt, and uh, he's looking great, you know, um, you know, has he's always been great. So it's just, you know, great to be out there with him, to see him healthy and to see him, you know, slinging in like he does. And, you know, uh, you know, like you said, it's good to just be out there and get some passes with him. Well, sun's out, guns out from uh, Mr. Jefferson. We should do one of those sleeveless shows. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. No? no? Yeah, I know you're working out every day. I, I'm pumping iron every day. Big time. Yeah. You need. A, are you a guy who calls for a spotter? Do you go to like a random guy and be like, <laughs> no. hey, I need, need your assistance, <laughs> no. buddy. You just don't no. do as much weight, right? Yeah, I, I don't call for a spotter. <laughs> I work by myself hey, in here. a small, tiny, <laughs> dirty room in my house. That's what I do. Anyways, uh, Matt Stafford and the Rams. Seven and a half win total. Three teams from that division are making the playoffs. Niners, Seahawks, Rams are all making it. Because Arizona's so bad, they're all going to go 2-0 against Arizona. Since you already owe me a steak dinner for the Jalen Ramsey well, deal, you want to do double or nothing on this? The three teams will not from that yes. division make the playoffs? I'll, I'll, I'll double bet or you. nothing. Double or nothing steak dinner. So now dinner. we have to go, well, if, if you lose, we have to go to the steakhouse, the, the, the expensive one, but Buker always talks about. Well, first about. of all, there's going to be no wild card team from the NFC South. We Correct. both think Dallas and the Giants are pulling back, so only one team goes from there. Where do the playoff teams come from? The Bears. Chicago Bears, baby. You don't. Th- they have the same win total as the Rams, seven and a half. Schedule's easy. So you're betting betting on the Detroit Lions. Well, and Here's what I'm betting on. If you look at the last few off-seasons, the teams that spend the most money yeah. have seen their win total go up 3-4. Uh, Jags. Uh, was uh, Jags was last year. Another one two years ago, like, oh, Patriots, when they got Mac Jones. They spent a lot of money. They got the wins. Bears spent yeah. a lot this offseason. Did they, did they all buy linebackers like Chicago, too? Wait, that was that was the Ravens who were spending <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're right. Yes, the Bears did do some silly linebacker things. Okay. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping now, by. The Herd Live It is news. very easy. Many of my contemporaries just read the paper, watch the games, and come out and make safe predictions. I do not. I think it's going seven. I think Golden State wins the next two. And I'll throw this out. A couple of reasons. Number one is two of the next three are at the Chase Center. 
role players, which haven't done crap in L.A., role players tend to play much better at home. So watch your Jordan Pools, your Dante Vincenzo, your Jermichael Greens play much better at home. Secondly, if Steph Curry or Klay Thompson each hit one more three, we got a different series. It's 2-2. I mean, 3-1 Golden State. Come down to shots. Number three, I'm going to go with Lonnie Walker doesn't drop 15 in the fourth quarter for the rest of the series. And number four, and this is a big one, I think LeBron and AD are running on fumes, especially LeBron. He is running on fumes, and those guys last night played 43 minutes, more than any Warrior. Um, LeBron, and I, I don't say this is a criticism, but you, you can watch LeBron. He, he hides sometimes offensively. He's hiding. Uh, and he's not shooting well, and he's shooting a lot. And he's shooting threes because it's easier if you miss to get back on defense. So the Game 5 betting line is Warriors minus 7.5. My question is if you're Darvin Ham, and it gets ugly by the second quarter, do you just say, LeBron, just get off the floor, AD, sprinkle in a few second-half minutes? I think that's something you have to consider if it gets ugly. 7.5 for a Game four for game 5 is a big number. That is a big number. So uh, Golden State, let's not. This is not a three-one Memphis Lakers where you felt like you were watching a team at three-one. The series was over. Steph, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins, Kerr, titles, chess moves, rings. So um, I think it'll be three-two after tomorrow night. Here is a Shaq talking about this series. You're going up against the champs. You got to put the champs away. Champs ain't going to lay down. This ain't Memphis. The champs ain't going to lay down. Steph Curry, the greatest shooter in our game, missed those last two shots. You don't think he's, he's going to be pissed off? And he's a dog. When dogs get pissed off, they come ready to play the next game. So I, I, I don't think it's over. I will say, though, the Lakers are so good defensively that even when they really struggle, they just sort of hang around these games. I, I think most of you felt the way I felt last night, we're halfway through the fourth quarter, and I'm like, Golden State leads by five or six, and I'm thinking, they should be up 14. I mean, they're getting great looks. They're not hitting them. Clay looks awful. Wiggins is timid. DiVincenzo's not adding much. Like, like, when the Lakers are playing great, they take big, strong leads here. When the Warriors are, it's Steph, cross your fingers. I mean, they basically bench Jordan Poole. I mean, they just said, you're, 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 and I'm not a Jordan Poole guy. By the way, all you Nick fans, you think I'm crazy on this. You don't have enough scoring, and the Warriors, if they lose, are going to go heavy into length and rim protection. You think I'm crazy on this. I'm watching the Knicks last night. Can't win a championship with that team. Can't be Jalen Brunson and a bunch of tough guys who play hard. What do the Knicks need? They need scoring. When Jalen Brunson's off the floor, they got no shooters. What do the Warriors need? What does Dallas and the Warriors need? Bigs, size. With Luke and Kyrie, there's nobody to play defense. Mitchell Robinson, maybe give Hardaway to the Knicks for a second time. Just a thought. They need offense. They need offense. We saw Brunson may like Hardaway. He could be in the ear of the Knicks saying, yeah, I like him. It's the Luka guy that drives me crazy. But the, the, what, are the, what, are the, what do the Mavericks need? They need defense and size. Knicks have a ton of it. They need effort because Luka doesn't give you any effort on the defensive end. Look at the Warriors. Jordan Poole's driving them nuts. Steph still has two to three great years left. They've got other stores in Clay and Wiggins. They may bail on Wiggins' contract. 
How about Wiggins and Jordan Poole for Mitchell Robinson? Do a three-teamer, and, and you can get another wing that can score for the Warriors. I'm just throwing it out there. The Nick fans are like, I don't want Jordan Poole. You think that BB gun of an offense is close to a championship team, New York? That, that, little, that little water pistol of an offense? I mean, Jalen Brunson and a bunch of guys who play hard is a mile from the championship. A mile from the championship. I just think keep your eye on the Warriors and Dallas looking at that Knicks roster maybe and saying, man, they got some size and length and not, not many of their guys are expensive. Just something to throw out there. Someone has the numbers on the Jordan Poole contract, Colin. Four years, $128 million. So he's about a 30... Um, right. It's well, a little early for math, but that's about $30 million by the way, for Jordan Poole. He's in his prime, though, for the next four years. Westbrook, people kept buying that contract for half a decade. You can always move an offensive player's contract. I, I agreed. Always um, move them. I don't know if the Knicks have what All right. Golden State I'm wants. I'm not saying that's the deal. I'm just saying Knicks fans getting very precious about, hey, we don't want this, this, this. You're a mile from being a championship well, team. Well, you know what? The, you said they need offense. I would agree. A lot. And the guy who wants to be in New York is Carl Anthony Towns. Now, I don't know how you get him to New York. Also, He is very, a good fit alongside Julius Randle. You basically hit stretch four and stretch five. They, but yeah, but Minnesota doesn't need size with That's Gobert. The they don't need yeah. the, any of the Knicks players. So my, my takeaway is there are teams in this league that need some rim protection, and it would change the way they play. I think the Warriors are are Jordan Poole could be out of there, right? We need I, to workshop this. How, about, how do we get How about Wiggins? I think I, mean, I think I, he, he has, said he was their second best player in the finals last year. He was. He missed a couple shots last night, disappointing. He's Dude, also he coming been, off like a 30 gate 30 okay, day layoff he or a 30 has game been layoff. Really disappointing this hey, series. Uh, listen, if we're calling out everybody who's been disappointing. Clay Thompson's been bad. Clay Thompson's been horrible and there's another starter who you didn't mention yet. Draymond's not been great. 37 minutes. He was like non-existent other than that late offensive rebound. Five turnovers, seven assists. The Lakers are letting him shoot any shot he wants. Did you see Dennis Schroeder at one point was like, oh, he's shooting. (laughs) Go ahead. Not even challenging it. I don't know, man. Curry needs some help. He he needs a little bit of help out there. And by the way, they've rebooted before. They rebooted two years ago, got to a championship. They're not going to sit and bring this team back. I think Wiggins and Poole... I think if Clay Thompson goes to you and says, "Hey, you paid Jordan Poole, you paid Curry, I want my forty mil a year." What do you? What do you say? I couldn't pay like, him that. I couldn't pay him that. I, I, I don't think you care. Just got to point to the Kobe situation with the Lakers. Can't Could do the, it. The Lakers paid Kobe for what he had done. It backfired. They missed the playoffs for like Joe Lacob, the owner of that team, multiple times has paid guys a lot of money that maybe they couldn't get on the market, or or if they did, they certainly wouldn't have a chance to win a championship. I can see Joe Lacob saying, enough is enough. We couldn't get past the second round. Steph is the only guy that consistently gave me anything. Wiggins is a fascinating piece because they don't have any wing scoring. It's all backcourt scoring. Well, it's small potatoes, but did you see how Kirk closed with Moses Moody on the court last night? Yeah. He's bouncy. He rejected an AD no, dunk. No, no, no. I like Moody. He hit a couple shots. Like I like DiVincenzo. He said he would have a good game. He had 10 but he's points. not exceeded. as athletic as he's Moody. He's not as athletic. But I don't know that you can thrust Moody into being a starter next year if Clay's gone and you're replacing him with uh, whatever to save some money. You know, let's let's agree on this. If the Warriors get vanquished in this series, there's going to be some changes. Yeah, and it's going to be you're not getting rid of Steph. No, I don't know if they break up Draymond and Clay either. I think Wiggins is the guy they'll move. Say what you want, but Clay won them game two. 
When's the last time he Wiggins? He had eight threes, but you know. When's the last that. time Wiggins won them a game? He is too. T- you can criticize the finals, Clay. Like he was Clay awesome. is never timid. Wiggins like is timid. And I just I watched them last night. I'm like, you got to give me something. I in thought one he of was the- good against the Kings. Uh, rank the four best players for the Warriors so far in this series. Why? What, what, there, there hasn't been. They've had moments. So who? It's one Curry, and then who's two? It's, it w- ain't Clay. I, I, I would say that. the only guy that gives you almost what you Looney gives you rebounding in every game. A Looney, eleven minutes last night, four point three. Well, they're not. It, they're not, not playing him. him. I think Wiggins has been the second best player of the series for well, the Warriors. Maybe that, that's, that's not saying much. Maybe that's why they're down three one. I I think I'd have to move him. It worked. You got a title. You would move Wiggins in his prime over Clay. I can get stuff for Wiggins. What are you going to get for Clay? I can get stuff for Wiggins. By the way, the Knicks, Wiggins, he gives you a second score. Wiggins absolutely yeah. be the second best scorer. He was a former number one pick. If I'm would, the Knicks, I'd take Wiggins in a second. Would the give me war- Mitchell Robinson. Give me a big, give me Lane. RJ Barrett, any interest there? Maybe. But if you look, like Kerr put Peyton in the starting lineup, they had four players whose dads played in the NBA. Yeah. And Draymond, a high IQ guy. That was a smart team. Yeah. They played so good. Yeah. Right? So you need high IQ guys. I don't know if Mitchell Robinson. I don't know. I'm not he? to be spurching his name. I don't know if he's a high IQ guy. I don't know. Like, there, there, there's no question. There's a certain kind of player that plays. You have to be on Steph's timeline. You got to be able to figure that catch and react offense very quickly. I mean, D'Angelo Russell went there and just did not yes, work. Totally right. Just, just didn't work. He was too squirrely for them. Didn't work. Uh, he's more of kind of an ad libber and art, art, artsy player that kind of does what. He, by the way, Poole kind of does what he wants to do. Doesn't work a he's lot. He's like the second unit. That's what we want a Westbrook to be with the Lakers. Yeah. Just go out there and lead. But them Mitchell and- Robinson's been in the league for years, so my takeaway: he's been in the league long enough. He'll adapt. But I mean, they will reject you quickly. Like Bogut was an old guy. It worked. Yeah. Iggy, Andre Iguodala, old guy. It works. So you have to. They've bailed on young guy. I mean, Kaminga's not playing. They got rid of Wiseman. It's taken Moody forever to play. Like the Warriors, you have got to be on Steph's timeline, and you got to be able to get into this offense and move and figure it out. Poole's struggling. They're going to get rid of him. D'Lo no, struggled. I, I, I think Poole's— It's hard to just I know. dump a $30 million Well, contract. it also is when Steph's off the floor, he can be very good offensively. So it is hard to boot. Wiggins is the one I think I'd move. Man. I know. I, I'm, I'm not denying any of it, but you're watching this series. He's done nothing. And he's in his prime. He's done nothing. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American made success story in Black Buffalo Zero Pouches. 
Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love. Mint, straight, wintergreen, peach, even blood orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. <laughs> the 2023 USFL season continues this weekend <laughs> on Fox, starting Saturday as the Houston Gamblers take on the Birmingham Stallions at 4 Eastern. Then Sunday, it's the Memphis Showboats versus the New Orleans Breakers at 3 Eastern, also on Fox and all streaming on the Fox Sports app. By the way, the NFL schedule release is Thursday night. It's Tuesday afternoon, so it's Thursday night. Some of the stuff will be leaking out tomorrow, later today. Keep your eye on Aaron Rodgers facing Patrick Mahomes in week one or week two. Trying to start the Jets 0-1, huh? (laughs) That's a bad spate. You don't want to play Andy Reid off a bye or to start the season generally. He's a great September coach because he brings out all these tricks. You don't want that. Speaking of the Jets, uh, Billy Turner, former offensive lineman Green Bay, they brought him to New York. I think it's a pretty good move for your contract. So he was on uh, XM Sirius Radio, and he talked about how happy, how overjoyed Aaron Rodgers now is as a Jet. The dude just shows up to work, and he's just so happy right now. It's, <laughs> it's very cool to witness and see because it doesn't matter how long you're in this profession. It's the type of profession where regardless of the amount of time you spend in it, you can always experience something new. And he's experiencing something new for the first time in his entire career, and it's cool to be a part of and watch. It is cool. It's called the honeymoon period. Every relationship is like this. You start dating. You start a new relationship. The food tastes better. 
The jokes are funnier. I mean, you guys watched Aaron with the media. Let's be friends. Oh, boy. Uh, call me crazy. Brett Favre's life post-Packers has been less than ideal. Uh, Green Bay, let's be honest, you can hide. You ride a bicycle to training camp. The Packers didn't have an owner. Packers always gave him an offensive coach and a top 10 offensive line. The Jets have a defensive coach who's unproven, an O-line that's cross your fingers, wait and see. And New York fans are much more harsh than 45-year-old men who wear cheese hats to games. Green Bay was loyal, and when Aaron got into problems or struggled or disappointed in Green Bay, it was always somebody else's fault. It was the executives. It was Mike McCarthy. It was the vaccine. Whatever. Uh, Aaron's now going to take the heat, and Aaron doesn't love the heat. And so because Jets fans have com- convinced themselves they're a top 7-8 roster in the NFL, <clears throat> Jets fans continue to convince themselves that. So if they don't win 11 or 12 games, also Aaron's going to have to deal with a walk-around practice owner who tends to be hands-on, um, impulsive, and impatient. He's never deal dealt with that. You don't get to just ride your bike to training camp. The media in New York is punitive and harsh and opinionated and very, very knowledgeable. So are the fans. And remember, Green Bay was a relationship. You sacrifice. You uh, you protect in a marriage. You don't in dating. Dating's every person for themselves. So I, I, I just think this is a honeymoon phase. It's going to be a lot of fun. But Green Bay is not real life in the NFL. Riding a bicycle to practice. No real media with teeth. Small small for a college town. It's not the real NFL. So he's not going to have that protective layer of support. Uh, I do think they're going to win a lot of games. And I do think Buffalo wins the division. Patriots last. And it's going to come down to which offense is, is firing on all cylinders late. If Miami has their quarterback upright, I take Miami. If two is not playing, which I think is a 50-50 proposition, then I would take Aaron and the Jets to make the playoffs. We have said before they are the most interesting team in the NFL this year. San Francisco and the Jets. San Francisco is every year because we can't figure out who the quarterback is on this roster full of Hall of Famers. But I think the Jets are going to be very, very interesting. But it's not surprising to me that, uh, you know, it's a – the honeymoon period. Everything is googly eyes and, you know, the food tastes better and the jokes are funnier. Uh, top of next hour. So I can think two things at once. That Devin Booker is great, but it's not going to be sustainable. Like when I watched LeBron for 15 years and he would score 39 points on 55% shooting, uh, have 11 assists and eight rebounds and play great defense. It was sustainable for like 12 years in his prime, maybe 15. It's not sustainable now, but it was sustainable. What Devin Booker is doing now is remarkable. I don't think it's sustainable. I don't think a guard's going to keep shooting 70%, 65% from the field. So I'm going to give you who I think right now, this morning, this afternoon, are the 10 best playoff players. Nick Wright can react to that. Nick, of course, has picked the Lakers to win the championship, so he is feeling it today. Uh, I didn't think the Lakers were even a Western Conference Finals team, although I didn't think the Warriors were a championship team. So I'm uh, licking my wounds a little today. I do think this thing goes seven. Who do you think the Lakers would rather face, Denver at altitude or Phoenix, KD and Booker? They'd rather face KD and Booker. Oh, really? 
I don't think you want to go to the altitude. Jokic, that's an that's a efficient team Ooh. that when you play poorly, they beat you every time. Hour two next. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.